to another Live the Patriots podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Pizzelli. Uh, this week, the Patriots fall. They lose 24-20 to the Miami Dolphins in Miami uh, in a very back-and-forth game. A game, again, the Patriots, like they have in pretty much every game, and especially the ones they've lost, came down to the very last play of the game. Uh, and Brady getting intercepted in the end zone. And there is much, much, much to talk about. Um, breaking down this loss, uh, going forward, the future of this team, the the injuries continuing to mount, what they can do. Um, the Pages pl- did plenty right on, on Sunday. They also did a lot wrong. But I want to open the show with something that a friend of mine sent in. He's been on this show before, uh, Grant McCarthy. Uh, was a roommate of mine in college, and we we discussed uh, sports all the time in the Patriots. And he he sent me this thing. It's a little long, um, but it pretty much sums up this game, and I think a lot of Patriots feelings. And I'll be able to afterwards kind of break down what he said because I agree with a lot of it uh, and give maybe the finer points uh, in details. But let's start what what Grant wrote me this morning. The Patriots with the ten and four record are still in a good place for a playoff run. But as you said, he's talking about me, as you said, there are a few problems, though, you can point the finger at. Brady not having Gronk, the defense is what it, what it is um, and should be under the gun right now. Yes, I know the injuries to Vince, Mayo, and Tlaib have hurt the Pats, but someone has to step up. It's the Pats' defensive inability to get three and outs that is kind of scary. Teams have had more time of possession than the Pats overall, and though we don't give up a ton of points, it would be nice for Brady to just take a knee at the end of games. There's only so much magic he can conjure up, and wouldn't we like to save some of that for the playoffs? The problem, seemingly against Miami, was a lack of pressure on Tannehill. Um, Yes, I know we got after him during the first half, as Tannehill has been sacked over 45 times this year, but when it came down to needing to get a stop, he had a nice, clean pocket. The the seemingly only two guys on the defensive front, including linebackers and D-line, seemingly doing anything are Nikovic and and Jones, referring to Chandler Jones, who combined have 17.5 of the 40 sacks, the Patriots have on the season. Not to be outdone, Hightower and McCourty are the only sure tacklers on this team. The defense did a better job against Miami. I, I kind of dispute the Hightower point, but we'll continue here. The defense did a better job against Miami, holding Miami to 4 of 11 on third down, 36%, but they did give up all three of Miami's touchdowns to the air with and with our weak secondary with and with our weak secondary and lack of pressure are equally troubling. To make matters worse, Brady, though still putting up decent numbers, seems to have that look of disgust again that we saw near the beginning of the season. You can say a lot has to do with Gronk, but it's a lack of balance or shared pressure that seems to be an issue. Uh, and also, I mean, he was missing Tompkins and Dobson, two guys who he was mad at the beginning of the season, then have come on, and now they're out. And then Boyce got hurt again this game. Um, but anyway, soldiering on. My main issue when looking at this offense is deciding who on earth is our running back. Blount had 11 of the 22 carries from this game. 22 carries should be had by one solid back. And my personal opinion is that that back should be Steven Ridley, who only had eight carries in the la- in this game for 34 yards. It seems with Blount that the running game is in slow motion, and there's no way we are going to see a long run out of him. While with Ridley, he is always trying to make a move and is much more explosive off the line. We get it, Belichick. He fumbled the ball after... We fumbled the ball, but after a game of sitting out and seemingly being disregarded as our starting running back, don't you think it's time to get him back in the groove? Look at it this way. On a third and five, what did the pads do if Blunt is in the back? He's blocking. Sure pass play. With Vereen in the back, it's a pass play. I'm dying to see a halfback draw with Ridley on third down. Our team is one-dimensional and predictable, and I'm sick of seeing Brady throwing the ball 55 times a game. 
what we're trying to do at the beginning of the year. What were we trying to do at the beginning of the year? That's right. Establish a run game work and work off it, play action, quick screens, etc., which fit Amendola and Edelman perfectly. Huge props to both those receivers who both had 10 or more catches for over 100 yards, but they aren't red zone, red zone 6-5, go up and get the ball kind of receivers. That's why, who are, what are Tompkins and Dobson's are, um, that's why we need to put our faith back in Ridley a little more and add an aspect to this offense that we need so badly due to Gronk being out. So to put this all in perspective, next game I want to see pressure on the quarterback. I want to see Ridley running the ball and having over 15 carries. On third and five, halfback draw uh, on third down. And and one, how about a Tom Brady QB sneak, which we seemingly never see anymore. The pass need to get back to simplifying their game plan and keeping possession of the football. And the defense needs to force some three and outs and and not give up a big play, but I want the quarterback. Oh, the defense needs to force some three and outs and give up a big play, but I want the quarterback to be running for his life. Basically, saying what I've kind of said is, rush the guy, make him. I'd rather see that guy running around trying to make a play like a maniac back there than having all the time in the world. Because uh, quarterbacks are, for the most part, nowadays are all decent. Um, but anyway, uh, huge thanks to Grant. Um, excellent, excellent stuff. Uh, great analysis. Uh, a lot of stuff in there that I, I agree with, and I kind of drew up my four points of this game, which I'll give you in a minute here, uh, what I take away from this game, but but I agree. Um, there's a lot of things, I think a lot of Patriots fans feel the same way. Uh, we were all over Ridley, but I think now he's he, you got to ride him, for better or for worse. And Everyone's been on the play calling, and Josh McDaniels, and there, there's a lot to harp on, and they, I think the blame goes around. The team, they lost as a team. There wasn't one thing that lost them that game yesterday. There was systematic failures all over the place. Um, and But I, I agree. You know, I agree with you, Grant. I'd rather see the you know a quarterback running for his life and maybe you, you blitz and you give up a, a big play, but it seems like they're trying to only rush three and four and still giving up that big play. Um, and, and, and I think that has to do some with injuries. I mean, they have no push. Uh, you know, on the interior uh, of that defense, you're trying to run with guy, you know, Silver Silinga, who you know, a guy you pick up off the streets is uh, a third string guy at best, and he's starting for you. Um, you know, the expectations you can't expect them to play like the guys that they're replacing. You can't expect him to be Vince Wilfork, and he's not going to play like Vince Wilfork. Um, so the injuries uh, are, are mounting, and even more. I mean, Solder's down with another concussion. Uh, Boyce got hurt at the end of this game. Uh, it's, it's not good. They need guys to get healthy. And if they can find a way, uh, to win at, you know, split these next two games, uh, and I'll get in later in the week, whether or not I think they can go in and win against Baltimore or not. Um, but you'd expect them to be able to win at home against Buffalo, um, and secure, uh, a playoff spot. And you hope maybe that that can be good enough for a bye, um, because they need this bye week. And I've, you know, usually... Uh, some teams, you, you know, you'd, I'd rather have them play straight through. Um, you know, if you're all healthy, you know, obviously you don't want to have to play that extra game. But some some teams, I've always felt it's better if they just kind of kept the rhythm and kept playing. This team needs to be healthy. They desperately, desperately, desperately need another week off to rest, recuperate, plan. Uh, the more time they have, I think, the better. Um, so you hope they can, they can get a bye week. And they got helped out this week. I mean, Pittsburgh went in. Uh, and destroyed uh, Cincinnati, even though Cincinnati fought back a little bit. I mean, 21 nothing, 24 nothing in the first half. Um, so Pittsburgh just manhandled them. Guys from both sides were leaving that game. Uh, it felt like every other play with injuries. 
Um, and then, you know, you have Denver losing to San Diego. So everything kind of stayed the same this week, uh, which is lucky for the Patriots. So they still hold on to that number two seed for the moment um, and still kind of control their destiny. Uh, but, yeah, thanks again, Grant. Grant from uh, Martha's Vineyard for that awesome stuff. Right back anytime. We'd love to have uh, that kind of feedback. And I want to hear from the fans. Uh, email me, uh, livethepatriots at yahoo.com. You can email this show. I'll read questions every week. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and tweet us questions and comments at livethepats. Those all come right to me, and I'll read them here on the show. Um, getting back to kind of what I said, I mean, I, I want to give my four points, and they all kind of – weave into one another of what I take away from this game. First off, the offense, 453 yards of offense is incredible. Without Gronk, without Thompson, uh, Thompson, Tompkins, without Dobson, all the guys, just the season they've lost, but then you look in retrospect to the guys that are playing now compared to the guys they had running for them last year, and you think they're still putting up these numbers, is, is amazing. And that's a credit to, I think, Tom Brady and the coaching staff that they're still able to do this. And they do have some guys with talent. I mean, Edelman and Amendola are talented players. Um, but still, it, it, it's amazing what they're doing, and especially compared to the beginning of the year when they had even more than they have now and they were struggling to manage 200 yards or 13 points or 20 points or struggling. They moved the ball, I think, at will yesterday. Uh, they could move up and down the field. But when you got... Closer to the you know end zone and the field gets shortened, the Patriots those, those red zone struggles all of a sudden manifest themselves again. Uh, you know you kicked uh, field goals yesterday the whole game. You know, you, you had uh, they talked about it uh, on the radio this morning. I, I heard how they, the Patriots had two two drives of 16 plus plays that both resulted in field goals, and you know that's just demoralizing for your team um, and. You have the time of possession like that, the plays, it's exhausting. And if you can punch it in for six, you really feel like you accomplished something. Settling for three points in those situations, is not it's not a win. Uh, you, you need to score touchdowns uh, when you go on long drives like that uh, and when you have the opportunity to. And the red zone problems are showing up again. And obviously without Gronk, he takes away your biggest red zone threat. You saw even at the end of the game, Brady trying to you know put it up high for these wide receivers. And, I mean, and Grant brought it up. Edelman, Amendola, I mean, even you know the Who Man, who had an incredible catch early in the game, are not guys who are going to go up and fight and get the football. Gronkowski, Dobson, Tompkins, these are guys who can go do that, and you have none of them. Uh, so all your stuff on the goal line gets packed in uh, when you're trying to throw the ball. Which leads right into my next point. Uh, second point is that I think to solve these red zone problems, you have to run the football. This team's talked about all the time wanting to be physical, needing to be physical up front, wanting to move the pile. If you're having trouble throwing the ball, and clearly you do, and I know it's it's you have Tom Brady, and you you think the best advantage is to have him throwing the ball, but it's also not bad to have him turn around and hand it off to a back, and when you need five yards, just have your offensive line push everyone out of the way. Um, and I think, and Grant alluded to it too, right now Gronk's. Gronk's done for the year. You need someone to generate offense. Blunt is a great guy. He's a great north-south guy. Give him like 10 touches a game, and he can run north-south, get you some tough yards, um, and and spell Ridley. I think Ridley needs to be your featured back, for better or for worse. If he fumbles, so what? 
Um, I think you have to ride him because he's going to make your offense better, and he's going to give this team a better chance to win. Um, they need him. I think if you still had Gronk and your offensive was running fine and the the red zone stuff was still fine, you know, you can kind of do what they've been doing with Ridley, which is 10, 11, 12 touches a game. But he needs to be featured again. Um, Shane Vereen can't be your you know number one every down back. He's a pass-catching, third-down mismatch guy. You need a guy that can run and make big plays, and that's what Ridley can do. He hits the hole fast. He makes quick decisions. He's explosive. He can do more in the running game for you, and for better or for worse, he needs to be your guy. You get first and 10 at the 10-yard line, hand it off. Hand it off street th- street straight plays. Three straight plays and run right into the end zone. Move these guys out of the way. And I know the – and this – this is the next point. I know the offensive line is banged up, but what's easier to do if you're trying to work a guy into the offensive line? They're trying to work in these guys that they're pulling off the streets. Is it easier to drop back and pass the ball 55 times and expose those guys? Or do you say, hey, run straight ahead? <laughs> I, I think it's easier for, if you're an offensive lineman and you're coming in, you know, all of a sudden, shoulder goes down and you know, you got to kick someone uh, to tackle and someone else is going to come in and fill out the guard. I think it's easier if you say, all right, we got to we gotta just run straight ahead. I'm blocking. I'm going straight ahead instead of exposing these guys in pass coverage. Um, and I, like I said, I know they're banged up. And maybe, you know, when you have to make adjustments like that in the game and you're bringing in guys who not played in practice squad guys, you know, maybe maybe that limits your playbook. But I would think that running the ball would be easier for them than passing. Um, I don't know. I'm sure something like that. You know, I have full faith in Dante Scarnecchia and that offensive line uh, that they'll, they'll figure it out. They always do. Um, they always will figure out their protections and the personnel. It's a shame they haven't had a consistent you know, group this whole season uh, or else these problems would not even exist and they would have been solved in the first couple of weeks and we wouldn't be talking about the offensive line. But pressure up the middle and the inability to uh, – seemingly, I guess, block on run plays, the lack of faith in the offensive line to block on running plays um, is is holding this offense back, and it's holding back guys like Ridley and, and Vereen and Bolden, who I think are all effective running backs um, and should all be getting more touches, but I agree completely with what Grant said. Stephen Ridley needs to be your, your featured back. Um, and the fourth point is, uh, you know, the defense, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. Um they're so banged up, they have no one in the interior of that defense who can really stop the run or st- stop running backs or get up there and muddy the middle of the team. You know, Most teams, if you can win in the trenches, you'll win a game. If you can win on the offensive and defensive line, if you can win those matchups, you're more than likely going to win a game. If you dominate the line of scrimmage, odds are you win a game. And the Patriots are having a lot of trouble doing both. Um, they're not dominating the line of scrimmage on offense because of their injuries, and they're not doing the same on defense because of their injuries. And it's hurting them in the running game. It's hurting them in the passing game. You can have the two best pass rushers in the league. You could have Clay Matthews on one side and Tom Bahali. You could have the best pass rushers of ev- all time on the outside. But if you have absolutely no one in the middle of that defense who can pinch the pocket and get pressure up the middle – Quarterback's just going to step up into a clean pocket all day long. And Chandler Jones is a great player. Rob Ninkovich is a great player. And they have they got pressure early in this game. 
But as the game wore on, it doesn't matter how hard you're trying to rush off the edge. These guys have been able to step up and get out of the pocket because we have no one who can collapse the pocket from the middle. And that leaves wide open lanes for quarterbacks to step up and either run with it or have clear lanes to pass. And, and that's a problem. And it's not a problem you can solve. You, you can scheme some of it, but they're just down to one too many horses. And it, and it is what it is. Now, I think because this coaching staff and Belichick is such a great coach, they're still competing. Um, all of these games that they've lost have come on the very last play. You know, it comes on Brady, you know, throwing a pass to try and, you know, win or, you know, or tie the game in, in Cincinnati. Uh, a missed, you know, uh, a penalty on a field goal uh, in the Meadowlands. Uh, you know, a, a non-call on a, on a penalty on, Gronkow- on Luke Kuechly, you know, in Carolina. And yesterday, Brady's, you know, five seconds left trying to throw it in the end zone to win the game. These losses have all come down to the wire. And this team is a gritty, tough, um, big-hearted football team that will scrap and claw right to the very end. You know, there's no denying the fight in this team. Um, but eventually, talent and just, an, you know, or lack thereof catches up to you. And when the Patriots, you know, you knew they came out, they took the lead, they came out on defense, you need a three and out there. And in this case, a four and out. You needed to just stop them and, and get out of Miami. Get the ball, get the ball back to the offense, let them run out the clock, finish this game. Three plays in a row. They know they had to get pressure, and they got the pressure. They made three plays when they needed to make them. Came to fourth and five, and you let them, one, throw a screen. So the, it's a badly thrown ball behind the line of scrimmage, and no one's there to make a tackle. Makes two guys miss. Um, great play for the Dolphins, but if you're the Patriots defense, like you have to make that play. Um, and I think it's those things. It's it's where the, the defense is getting beat. It's not like you say, well, that guy outleaped you know, that defender. Or wow, he he made him he made him miss. Or someone's just getting beat in a one-on-one matchup. It seems that when they give up these, you know, third and twenty plays or fourth and five screen looks, there just there's no one there. No one's making a play. Um, hard to win games if you don't make plays. And when when it's crunch time and the big plays need to be made, this defense has not been able to make those plays lately. Uh, and the past seasons, and it, it's a shame with this team because early on the defense was what carried this team. This defense was incredible uh, at the beginning of the season for the first month of this season, um, and, and even up until really I think Mayo went down. Uh, they they were holding their own, um, but then Mayo goes down, Tlaib goes down, and then it's it's eventually it's just too much, um, and that's really where we're at. Is this defense? It is what it is. They still, if they just make that play on fourth down, could have held the Dolphins to 17 points. And you'll take that out of this defense. Uh, 24 points, I think that's that's the bar right now. That's probably what they're going to let up in a game. And if you're the Patriots, you need to do better on offense. And they know it. Brady said it, and everyone else knows it. The margin of error for this team is very, 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 very small. Um, if any, they might not have any margin forever. <laughs> for, forever. For error. Um, but, hey, I, I mean, I think the positive, like I said, is that they're in every game. This team refuses to go away. Uh, they've come back in games that they looked like they couldn't have won. Uh, they've won some big games, and even the games that they lost, and like I said, have come down to the very last second, and this team has either had a chance to tie the game or, or, or win the game on the very last play. Um, and and at least that's, you know, I'd rather have that than a team that, you know, can't do anything, is completely inept. 
And I said it after that Cleveland game that I was at. With this team, I'm, I'm not going to count them out of any, any game. I'm not going to look at a game and say they can't win that. Next week against the Ravens, and I'll, I'll have to do some more research on it and look at it. Do I think they can win? Sure. Um, what are their odds of them winning? I don't know yet. Uh, you have to look at the matchups more. Um, I'm not going to doubt this team anymore. You know, there's, there's way, way too much has happened to them. They shouldn't even be where they are now. They shouldn't even be in the position to be 10-4 and four, um, or and still the number two seed in this conference with, with everything that's seemingly gone against them. Um, so for them, for the Patriots, you got to move on. And it's, it's on to the Ravens next week, another tough road game. Um, and, you know, redemption comes next week. Go out, beat Baltimore in Baltimore, and all this will be forgotten. Um, and obviously the injuries will still be there, and the problems will, prob- will probably still be there, and we'll see them on, on Sunday. But if you can go out and get a win, it's <laughs> what have you done for me lately? And right now, this team, they got two more weeks. Go out, play your best football, get a bye, um, and then you can figure out what you're going to do for the playoffs uh, and figuring out how you're going to manage all these problems and personnel and everything else. But redemption comes next week. All is not lost, and I think that's the general tone is that everyone's disappointed by this loss. The Patriots could have won. They didn't make the plays when they needed to in the end uh, and in the red zone to win this game. But all is not lost. The season's not over. I think we should just enjoy the ride. This team has been a roller coaster to watch all season, uh, and I think it'll be exciting to see how far they could go. Uh, the AFC and the NFL as a whole is wacky this year, um, so it wouldn't stun me if a team like the Pages could all of a sudden get hot and things just bounce their way, and who knows, maybe they're, maybe they're playing in New York in February. Um, that's how I feel. That I'm, I'm not confident in any of these teams, any of these playoff teams. Um, all have holes, all have problems. Uh, the Patriots, I think, have more than most. Um, but Brady, Belichick, they still find a way to win. They're going to be in every game. Um, and that's really where they stand, and that's kind of the state of the Patriots right now. Uh, make sure you email the show. Like I said, livethepatriots at yahoo.com. Tweet us at livethepats. Don't forget to follow that. Subscri- subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and through SoundCloud. Uh, can't wait to hear from you guys throughout this week. And I'll be back on Friday previewing the Patriots game against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Patriots will try again to get a hat and t-shirt in Clinton's division. Again, wrapping it up, Patriots lose 24-21 in Miami. Have a great day.